This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We're all in the right place at the right time with the promise that Western Canada offers uh, with our resources, our well-educated people, our the strength of our Indigenous people, our new Canadians, uh, and uh, there's so much where we can uh, work together uh, to strengthen the Federation and strengthen uh, the peop- the uh, economies of Western Canada. That was uh, Jason Kenney, of course, the Premier of Alberta, speaking today at the Western Premier's Conference going on in Edmonton and striking a cordial note there saying that Western Premiers are together, they want to work together. Well, I'd love to be at a fly on the wall of this thing and see what they're really saying to each other behind closed doors, especially between him and Horgan. Because, of course, we got the pipeline fight still going on. We got court cases flying all over the place. We got uh, threats flying across the border still officially. I think they'll all play nice in public. But behind closed doors, I don't know. I think it might be a different story. Let's check in now with Scott Johnson. He's the City Hall Bureau Chief for 630 Ched in Edmonton. Hi, Scott. How you doing, Mike? Great. Thanks a lot for coming on. So I th- I was wondering if this thing could be like the Rumble in the Rockies and you could sell pay-per-view tickets to this thing, but maybe they'll, Horgan and Kenny will play nice in public, do you think? Well, if you sell pay-per-view, that would get rid of some deficits. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they, they'll, they'll play nice. I mean, they, they had a social engagement last night with all the premiers and the word came out of that that it was a positive meeting positive comments so yeah they're they're going to put up a united front because really you look at these meetings and they're the precursor to the council of the federation get together which will be in three weeks in saskatoon with premier mo uh chairing it so they you know you get all these conservative premiers together and You've got a federal election coming up, so you got to look at all these meetings through that lens of what's happening federally. Okay, I, I think they will. I mean, there's always some diplomacy that goes on here when they stand in front of the microphones in front of all those reporters. So, uh, you know, I don't think there's going to be any mudslinging in public going on. But I guess got to wonder if Horgan is kind of the odd man out at this thing. I mean, if you take a look around that table, you've got Jason Kenney, and then he's got all his buddies. He's got Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe, Manitoba, Brian Pallister, even the three territorial premiers from the uh, Nunavut Northwest Territories in the Yukon. You know, Horgan's like the only NDP NDP guy there. Yeah, and he uh, just seems uh, like on the other outside. He's you know, they're uh, could they gang up on him? Uh, sure. I mean, you got Sandy Silver from the Yukon. He's more uh, liberal than NDP or anything. But uh, yeah, Bob McLeod from uh, the Northwest Territories is conservative and signed that letter of intent with the other premiers, they're probably sitting there saying, look, you lost the appellate court 5 nothing, so you got that against you. Let's look at the upside of this, jobs, prosperity, and Jason Kenney in his news conference yesterday afternoon at the Alberta legislature talked about the polls in British Columbia where 60%, he cited, say, uh, let's build the pipeline, and he he said, and I, I noted it's only 15% are vehemently against it. So yeah. you're going to get that all the time, too, with any group that just doesn't like prosperity or, or I mean, 
job creation, that sort of thing. So, yeah, that they're probably just laying the facts into him, and whether yeah. it'll do any good, we'll find out down the road. Well, Horgan, I think he's going to be isolated at this meeting, but Horgan's no pushover either. So, you know, you're certainly not going to see Horgan kind of knuckle under in any kind of pressure tactics here, I don't think. But that comment that Kenny made about the polls on pipeline attitudes in British Columbia, that kind of jumped out at me too, because I think it just shows, once again, Kenny is an extremely politically astute guy. He knows which way the winds are blowing, not only in Alberta, but he's very attuned to what's going on next door in British Columbia. And here he is citing polling data in BC, and he's really drilling down into the numbers saying like, oh, only 15% of British Columbians strongly uh, oppose the pipeline. So, I mean, this is a guy who's paying very close attention to political opinions on, on our side of the Rockies here. And, and, and his, his government has put up billboards all over the lower mainland here in Metro Vancouver saying, if you don't like high gas prices, tell Horgan to build this pipeline. So he's, he's a very clever guy politically, not only in his own province, but right here in B.C. too. He, he, knows, he knows where Horgan's vulnerable, I think. And he, in his news conference yesterday with the rapid punches, he said, oh, and how's the seventy a liter gas uh, at the pumps to, uh, doing for you as well. So well, yeah, it's not a, it's not a dollar seventy anymore. It's gone down. Thank God. But it's still higher than the, what you guys are paying. I'm sure. Oh yeah, we're ninety six nine today here. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're paying more than that. You know. Okay, so um, I thought it was interesting too what you said about the federal election because uh, that's coming up in the fall and that's kind of the backdrop for this too, right? And you've got a lot of these premiers who I'm sure would probably like to see the federal conservatives. Uh, win the election in the fall. So I wonder if there might be some some posturing coming out of this Western Premier's meeting on things like, I don't know, carbon taxes or any, anything to kind of help out the federal conservatives in a way, do you think? Well, uh, Kenny, even going into the meeting with his comments in the last week or two, he says, you're darn right we're going to try to get Andrew Scheer uh, elected. Uh, you know, that's his goal, but there's yeah. fiscal, uh, federal fiscal transfer Payments that are on the table today, international trade, labor mobility between the provinces, which the uh, CPC has said that, yeah, we, we want to work on uh, labor mobility and interprovincial trade. So, yeah, there's lots of boxes that they're trying to tick off in this meeting and to take to the Saskatoon meeting in three weeks that will uh, play well to the conservative base and maybe open that tent a little wider as well. Okay, speaking to Scott Johnson, he's with 630 Ched in Edmonton. Scott, I noted that on Twitter last night that Jason Kenney uh, tweeted out a photo of a lot of these Western premiers uh, gathered together for a little get-together yesterday at Fort Edmonton uh, Park there, and everybody was there except Horgan. So you got Kenny with all his buddies, all these kind of right-wing premiers that he's pals with, but Horgan wasn't there. Now, I understand Horgan arrived later, but I, I almost thought, like, that. there's an example of it, photographic evidence of how Horgan's kind of on the outside. He's kind of an outlier in this group. And, and my colleague Richard Zussman uh, is reporting that Horgan is leaving immediately after the meeting today to get back oh. for uh, uh, some kind of announcement tomorrow on uh, athletic training or something like that. I, I don't remember the exact details, yeah. but uh, yeah, that that is... That shouldn't single Horgan out, though, because that quite often happens at these premier meetings where uh, quite often one or two of them have to leave before the thing's completely over. So uh, don't read too much into that. 
How is how is Kenny doing in Alberta these days? The honeymoon's still going with this guy? For a little bit. I mean, we had the earplug uh, flap up the other day. And uh, <laughs> remember, uh, Edmonton is still the Sea of Orange in the or the island of orange in the sea of blue for the rest of the province. So uh, what you hear out of Calgary or what you hear out of the rest of the province doesn't necessarily mesh with what you're hearing here in Edmonton. Yeah, right. They vote NDP in Edmonton. Do they? Yeah. Or liberal? Well, all, all, it's all orange. There's only two parties with seats these days. Yeah, yeah. And Okay, NDP, of course. Right. Okay. Um, these meetings go on behind closed doors all day. Is that the plan? And then there's a news conference later? Or what's what's going on? Three o'clock your time is the news conference, yeah, yeah okay. and uh, everything, is, it's pretty informal. I mean, they're sitting around one big table, and they'll work their way through the agenda, which had things thrown at the last minute, like with uh, Brian Pallister of Manitoba asking about the uh, Quebec situation with religious symbols, and then oh. the China meat thing that popped up on the eve of this, that had them talking, and that's something else that uh, they have to work on and show a united front and take that to the feds because you've got Minister Jim Carr and uh, Agriculture Minister Bebo working that while Trudeau is over in Japan at the G20. Scott, thanks for coming on. You got it, Mike. I appreciate it. Scott Johnson, he's the City Hall Bureau Chief in Edmonton there. He's with our sister station there, 630 Ched.